0: I don't even know what to say today, other than Merry Christmas. Uh, I just got some some news that I'll share a little bit later. Uh, but I got to tell you, I am absolutely uh, floored at this opportunity to talk to you today. On a day that's very important. On a day that we get a chance to do something different. And for all the right reasons. We get a day to focus on, I think, because of the quiet, because of the peace, and because of the calm on this silent night, we get a chance to unplug from the noise and to focus on what matters most. I'm excited to do that with you today. I'm Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. Good morning.
2: You know, there's a saying in business, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And now, the rapid pace of business, it's hard to keep up with those numbers. Can you afford to expand? Can you make that new hire? Can you launch a new ad campaign? How's revenue pacing uh, compared to last year? Now, most companies don't have a clear picture of their finances, so they make business decisions without that critical information based on their gut, or worse, their fear. And that's why many businesses fail. Serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle. This is the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite offers a full picture of all of your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. So you don't have to guess anymore. And that's why NetSuite customers grow three times faster than the S&P 500, and you can too. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com bag Set up your free demo and get your free guide today. netsuite.com bag
0: all right, back in it is Justin Barclay filling in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. The Merry Christmas, a uh, Merry Christmas Eve. Again, we got a chance to do something different today. When I first got the call about this show and and what we might do today, and the fact that it would be today, I mean, there are all kinds of things that went through my mind, but the most. The one that stood out, I think, the most was the fact that we get a chance to get together and we get to connect and we get to talk about things that matter most. Look, there's a lot happening in the news. In the past several years now, it's been a constant feed. And a lot of it really noise. I always say, like, it's... Really like drinking from a fire hose. (laughs) It's constantly coming at you. And how do you make sense of what matters and what really is garbage? What the junk is? I think we're getting better and better at that. But I also think that the better we get, the more of it is coming at us and literally nonstop. I I think some of this started in the beginning with the advent of the 24-hour news network. I mean, we could follow it all the way back to see some of the roots. It used to be that we got our news in a different way. It used to be that we had conversations with each other in a more personal way. And we had a lot more time to really sit and digest what was going on in the world? And maybe the issues of the day, right? We had time to really kind of uh, think through it all, make sense of it all. Uh, nowadays, there's no time to think. There's no time to really process. It's just simply reaction. And this causes all kinds of things. I and mean, when we react, we. Everything's outrageous. And I'm here to tell you that the sky is not really falling. Although, boy, it feels like it. At times, because we're being told that the sky is constantly falling. There's reasons for that. There's a reason why we want to be plugged in and we want to stay informed. The simple human reason that we want to know... Where the threats are coming from. We wake up every day because we want to check the news and find out, okay, what do I need to protect my family from today? It's very simple. We're hardwired that way. Not much has changed, really, from the the days of, oh, I, I don't know, cavemen waking up, <laughs> just tracking their uh, their club around and... And, and just t- taking a peek out the cave, uh, you know, I'm being funny here, but we still do that today. Now we we wake up and we grab the phone and then we scroll through our notifications to see what what happened while I was sleeping. What What do I need to know about? What do I need to to be on alert for right now? And they know that. I say they, I'm, I'm talking about the folks who are constantly feeding us this noise. Oh, and the, and the folks who you know, profit from us being in that constant state of alertness. What does that do to us? What does that do to our families? There are chemical reactions that constantly happen, by the way, um, when you're at that constant state of awareness. The adrenaline, the overload, all those things can happen. You're constantly in fight-or-flight mode. And so we're not making maybe the best decisions. So that's why I think today is an opportunity and really a gift. Because we get a chance to slow down. We're going to come together during a holiday with family, with friends, with loved ones, to, to really take a step back and a pause. And I think these pauses have gotten fewer and further between and also a lot shorter. Because people used to take, you know, weeks off during the holidays. at one point. Just kind of turn everything off the news cycle. The folks would leave Washington. The news cycle would slow down. But I guarantee everything picks back up tomorrow or Thursday We're starting the slowdown process now. And so why I think today is an opportunity for us to have this conversation to talk about what really matters most, but not just what really matters most, why? A chance for us to have the conversation so that we can be intentional throughout this time. We can take that pause. You got to a great conversation with a man who I respect. His family uh, is, is one of the leading families where I am, my hometown in West Michigan, where I live right now in Grand Rapids. And uh, these folks are, they are philanthropic. They are very generous. They are very giving and they had a, a great upbringing and there's a, there's a great atmosphere and a great, culture of that here a foundation that was laid many years ago many years ago before even the folks that live here came to this country and I think rooted in that was faith and as we talked about faith and we had a conversation about their holiday gathering around Thanksgiving and the dinner table he told a story about how one of his brothers as they all got together as a family took a pause A pause before they prayed on Thanksgiving. Everyone gathered around the table, the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing or dressing, no matter what you call it. Because if you're Southern, I think it's dressing. <laughs> or whether the cranberries are there or not, it does not matter. But they paused before they prayed. And his brother made the point that we want to pause before we pray so that we don't just rush through it because in the world that we live in today where we're constantly feeding us all of the information all of the news most of it noise and every single alert popping up on our phone there's a tendency that we just want to run through or rush through what it is that we've got to do and we really lose sight of the magic that happens in those moments Oh, there are monumental things that happen in the many, many moments. It doesn't take much, but just our focus, maybe redirecting it. And that's what I'm excited about today to stop and take a look at that. Because when this man said that his brother stopped and said, we're going to focus just on taking a breath before we pray. We're not going to rush through it before we say grace, before we give thanks for the food that's on our table. Let's just take a pause and focus in why we're here, why we're doing this, and why it matters. So, this Christmas, on this very day, I'm so excited to be here with you because I think we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to come together in so many ways with friends, with family, with folks all across this country, not just across the dinner table. And remember the real reason why we're all here and why it matters. We'll talk more about that here in just a second. A quick pause. I'm Justin Barkley in for Glenbeck today on the Glenn Beck program. Back right after this.
2: Hiring can be a really slow process. Dylan Miskowitz needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So he switched to ZipRecruiter.com. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It goes out and finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter. He said he was impressed on how quickly he had the candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones and that is how dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. This is why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day and they sing ZipRecruiter's praises. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. That's ziprecruiter.com slash B E C K. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. The smartest way to hire.
0: Merry Christmas! It is Justin Barclay. I'm live from Wood Radio in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and an opportunity to to talk with you today. In for Glenn back on the Glenn Beck program, and Glenn's taking some time off. Smart guy, little time to and and and, and by the way, well deserved. No matter what Patents do say, uh, he works hard. <laughs> And a chance to really just uh, uh, take a pause and and remember what matters most, whether that's with your family, spending some time thinking about your faith. On a day like today, I think most of us will take a little time to to do something, maybe things a little bit differently, no matter whether you're working today or not. If you're working or you're going over the woods, And over the river and through the woods is grandma's house. or Maybe you're preparing a food where you are right now. And I'm just grateful that we get a chance to talk to each other. It's not lost on me. All of the things that I said earlier, and I, I mean that we do have an opportunity today in such a world where we're filled with chaos and noise and everyone yelling, fighting and screaming at each other. We're constantly outraged about everything because they told us that we have to be. In the world that we live in today, it's great that we have a chance, no matter if it's just a moment here or there, to really recenter and refocus and think about what matters most. It may, may be different things to you, and it may be something completely and totally different to me. Some of the biggest things in my life faith, and family, and the friends. And of course, I just got some news about someone who I consider family, very close to me, in the hospital right now, who could use some prayers. So I'm going to selfishly ask for that. Not necessarily what I had planned to talk to you about right now, but I'm going to selfishly ask for some prayers for that person without saying who it is or telling what they need. If you're the praying kind, she could definitely use them. But this is a moment that we can come together, and again, whether it's around the dinner table or whether it's around the radio, no matter where you are, you're listening on your phone, it's a chance for us to really refocus on what matters most and think about those things. In a world where everything is moving a million miles a minute, it feels like we are out of control. And maybe that's because we are. but maybe somebody else is in control. When we think about that today, and we'll have a moment to really maybe share some of the things that are happening. Because as wild as it seems, and boy, it sure does, there's a saying in the news business that i find often rings true if it bleeds it leads and if it bleeds it leads means if it's a if it's a story that is negative if it's a story that scares people if it's a story that is about tragedy well that that's the greatest gift you can get in the news business because this is a story That will draw people in, that will attract people, and that will keep people listening. I don't know if you've noticed in the past few years, decade, two maybe, the constant drone about weather. Yeah, some of this is is talk about climate change, and some of this is talk about uh, just regular everyday weather events. But I've had conversations with meteorologists, a really good one here locally, who have a really common sense approach. A really sensible way of talking about things and dealing with things and putting things into perspective historically when it comes to weather. We tend to get these weather reports like The sky is falling, and I guess in some cases, when it is the weather, the sky is literally falling. But we tend to get these weather reports delivered to us in such a way, they hype it up. I don't know if you've noticed this, but they hype it up in such a way that has to keep you listening. They've got to keep you on the hook. They have to constantly reel you in. Because... You gotta stay tuned to the TV. You can't turn away because it makes you feel that, like, if you do the same way with that news, that your very survival depends on it. Well, I'm not telling you to put your head in the sand, but I'm just asking you to think about it intentionally and maybe differently. And one of the ways I'll do that today is we'll show you some of the things that are happening. Because these are some stories that you're not hearing. Let me just read you some headlines. Literally off of drudge right now. Stocks on a high. More records smashed. Fed's quietly making efforts to calm market. Because the market is, is, is on fire. I read a headline the other day that said that we've had the greatest decade in the history of whatever. So there are stories that make you squirm. There are stories that certainly scare you. And the way they're delivered can too. But our economy is on fire. And I think there are more good things happening in the world today than there are bad. There's certainly no shortage of bad things. Don't get me wrong. I'm not Pollyanna, right? I'm not uh, overly optimistic. I'm just telling you, the reality is, there's plenty of good. We don't hear about the good. Because we're too busy focusing on the bad. And they're too busy focusing on the bad. How about this, $34.4 billion, the biggest shopping day in history. Just headlines. I'm just reading you some of the headlines here. I don't even have to go into great detail. And honestly, yes, there are major things happening on a large scale. But I think even great things are happening all over the world. And certainly closer to home than you would even imagine. They would lead you to believe. In fact, one of the things that I like to say and I talk about on a daily basis, because I do a local show where I'm at, we talk really about the local things that are happening, the things that are happening right here in our community. And for you and me, I think what's happening here in your own backyard, wherever you may be, Far more important what's happening to see. And we'll talk about that. And how to come together with each other. Coming up next, a unique situation. Two twin sisters completely opposed politically. But how do they get along if they can do it? We'll tell you how you can, too. Coming up next on the Glenn Beck Program, it's Justin Barkley in for Glenn today. You're
1: listening to Glenn Beck.
2: If you're looking to fully protect your home with award-winning 24-7 home security, now is the time to do it. Time is running out on SimpliSafe's biggest sale of the year. SimpliSafe has everything that you need to protect your home and your family. There's smart lock, video doorbell pro, it it defends your front door, but it's an army of sensors and cameras that guard every window, door, and room in your home. And if there is ever a break-in, SimpliSafe is the only one that's able to give real-time video confirmation to police as it happens, so they respond Three and a half times faster on average. It's no surprise that Simply Safe has won CNED and PC magazine's editor choice awards, with families traveling during the holiday season and leaving your home empty with the expensive gifts behind. Simply Safe's holiday sale couldn't come at a better time. 25% off plus a free HD security camera. But it ends December 31st, so go to simplysafeback.com now. Remember, this sale ends December 31st. simplysafeback.com uh,
0: Merry Christmas. It is uh, Christmas Eve Day. Justin Barclay, uh, you can get to me, by the way, at Mr. Justin Barclay on Twitter. Justin at Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, Justin at JustinBarclay.com. If you go to JustinBarclay.com, just uh, click on the comment there down below and you, that message will go straight to me. Weigh in, join the program at any time. That's what this is all about today on Merry Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve, a very special Christmas Eve, filling in for Glenn Back today on the Glenn Back program. And it's it's my pleasure. As we get to kind of focus on the things that really matter most and the things that we get to share with each other I think an opportunity to take a break and a pause from all the noise and the chaos that's normally coming through the speaker on TV. And, and of course, through the screens on the internet, scrolling Facebook. You know, it's funny because they, they, they say, you know, most of folks have gone home from Washington and the cameras are gone and things are taking a break, but Twitter is still open 24 uh, seven. So we'll take a pause from that too at, at times. And, maybe focus on what matters most. And here to help us kind of do that today, i got a couple of folks. These two ladies you may have actually seen on shows like Fox and Friends, and they've been highlighted in a couple of different places. They're sisters. They're twins. But they, as much as they have in common, couldn't disagree more when it comes to the issues. Politically, they're completely opposite on the ends of the spectrum. And here to talk a little bit about how that works for them and, of course, how you can come together during the holidays, no matter your political affiliations or your ideologies. Uh, two twins, Monica Sparks and Jessica Ann Tyson, and both politicians as well. Welcome in and Merry Christmas, ladies.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Cassidy. a Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas to, Christmas.
0: to all. Uh, Monica and Jessica are here. Monica Sparks and Jessica Ann Tyson. And these two are twins. They're identical twins. Now, you could tell them apart because their outfits are different, but they both have on Christmas themed outfits. So you guys have a yeah. lot in common with each other.
3: We do that too. But you know, everyone asks, how do you tell like the older we get? I think we look a little more different, but, mm. um, how can you tell mole Monica? I have a mole on my face, but I'm not a mole. Oh, I just, I have a mole on my face. So I.e., <laughs> beauty, Mark.
0: <laughs> I, I love it. So, the, and everybody has, my wife is a twin too. So oh, yes. not, awesome. not identical. But uh, there's a very close bond with twins is what I've what I've oh, come to realize. And you're, I mean, you've always been with each other. you've never known a day that you didn't you weren't you know
3: Woolmates. yeah,
0: that's Will what mates. she called too. Yeah. yeah. so it's really fascinating. but what 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 makes me think about this is that these two are not just twins, but they also have similar interests in similar fields but disagree in in some ways and one of that might be politics and in policy and issues and certain things Oh
3: yeah just a, just a slight difference <laughs> and democrat monica, here
0: monica you heard is is the democrat and then jessica
3: proud republican
0: which is interesting to me how does this happen you know you 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 both had many of the same experiences growing up you're you know, uh, a lot of ways, almost practically the same person, right? Uh, genetically and things <laughs> like that, right? As science we would say. Feel that
3: way many days. Yeah,
0: it's it's wild, but somehow, in some way, uh, you split in in these ways, and I want to talk about this because I think it's fascinating. Uh, and I think a lot of people do. Matter of fact, you've been featured all over news uh, nationally, all over the place. Internationally. internationally people yeah. there's just as fascinating as I am. Is, what is going on here? But and you've run for office and currently are uh, county commissioner in Kent County and yes. in the state of Michigan and serving now and uh this is you i'm sure you have people walk up to you on the street and say monica what is your sister up to what's going on
3: <laughs> that too and or Jessica, they think i'm her <laughs> yeah <So yes. laughs>
0: do. You you ever get an earful from some people? Oh man, do I
3: ever! Do I ever? Sometimes I have to say, just stop. Listen, (laughs) listen. I I listen a little bit, but I'm like, okay. Well, how can we turn your sister? Because if we could just turn your sister back to the right way, and I'm like, I don't think that's gonna happen. But if you've got a better plan, let me know.
0: (laughs) Do you guys know where you where? Where the paths split? Like what it was? Was there a certain time or something that happened uh, through the years?
3: I don't know. I think that our parents um, may have sent mixed messages because she could have sworn that our dad thought um, that he was Republican based on some of the ideology that our parents have. Mm -hmm. I'm a a teenager, and our father taught us how to, you know, Rifles, shoot guns, you know, our Mm -hmm. parents taught us how to how to uh, make sure that we were self-sufficient, took us to the farmer's market so we could, you know, make sure that we uh, learn business structure and so many different things. And not that Democrats can't uh, do those things, but they're very, very ideology of a Republican. And, uh, that's, that's how I grew up. And I swore my parents were Republican. They were very active politically, but as a kid, um, if you remember back in those days, it's been a little while, you Shh, never, hooray. you <laughs> never talked about whether you were Republican or Democrat. Ah, yeah. You never right. talked about that. You never talked about whether you're Protestant or uh, Christian. You never talked Politics about anything. Yeah. yeah. You never talked about those things, but we would see them. They would take us to the voting pools, mm-hmm. polls, and, uh, it was just very interesting mm-hmm. and they would entertain everyone that came to the door anything about an election up everybody gather around everybody come and sit and we're going to talk to this individual because we need to know what they stand for and our parents were always about that so they taught us our rights and responsibilities you know being african-americans uh for voting wow
0: and that's a powerful thing very powerful probably probably a big reason behind that too is that this is something that Historically, uh, they probably talked about the significance of this too.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and our yes. parents are seniors; you know, mm-hmm. they're in their eighties, going to nineties. So, yeah.
0: they're
3: they've seen a lot of things. You know, they they've seen the opportunities where they didn't have uh, the opportunity to vote, and then they've seen the opportunities come their way that they had the the voice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So they've been through a lot, and you can imagine what
3: Absolutely.
0: that what Dad that is a fan's like. Purple
3: yeah. Heart. Korean War veteran. Wow. Mom was a school teacher for 37 years. 37 years. Mm -hmm. Taught in an international classroom for all of those years. Wow. Uh, Students that were coming from different countries, couldn't speak English. So we've seen a lot in our life. So we have
0: yeah. So what makes me think about this is that even though you have differences in in, uh, opinions on things, I always feel and see when I have interactions with people that I believe we have a lot more in common with each other than what's talked about on the nightly news let's be honest agreed
3: Um, agreed and you
0: come together and you you two certainly have a lot more in common with each other uh but but there's so much to learn too because as your parents were teaching you about uh, voting and maybe issues and allowing people to come and talk and and you were seeing this things. you learned a lot probably too by watching them and their interactions they may have disagreed politically but you just didn't know because they were so agreeable with each other.
3: Mm-hmm. And you're right about that because just the other day we were at the house and mom says, Jess, your president. <laughs> she refuses. She says he is not my president. And <laughs> she refuses. I remind even her she lives name. in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she reminds mm-hmm. her that. But um, we, Jess is the butt of a lot of our jokes, mm-hmm. our family jokes. Um, sorry about that. But. Hate it for you. Real talk. So she's the butt of a lot of our jokes, but she only became the butt of our jokes during this administration because before we just kind of thought, okay, that's her choice. That's her decision. We didn't think much about it, but now everybody, everyone's so polarized mm. and everyone is just so opinionated mm-hmm. that it's hard to remember that we are in a democracy and you have the right here in America to live your choice and to have your choice as to who you want to represent you as the president.
0: So I want to give folks maybe some tips cause I know you two are very, yeah, you're, you're very, um, into this, but not only that, but you're, you're into helping other people as well. So oh, absolutely. what, what can we do, especially around the holidays, Christmas Eve now, break out
3: are, the list, girlfriend, <laughs> Yeah, people are going to
0: go and be with family and that's tough. Any time of year for some folks. Yeah. But especially when you're, when we have these heated political discussions.
3: Ooh, yes. Well, I think it starts with the hostess or Mm -hmm. host. Mm -hmm.
0: Let's get some of those tips. Hang on for a second. We'll take a quick pause and be back right after this. I'm Justin Barkley, in for Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Merry Christmas.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: If you experience pain on a daily basis, I know exactly how you feel. It can be debilitating. It can control your life. The aches are easy to understand. When it really hurts to do the basic chores emotionally, the effects of pain can be just as dramatic. I have spoken to so many people in this audience that have started to take relief factor. The change emotionally is as dramatic as the physical relief, maybe even more. As you might know, Tanya and I started taking relief factor several months ago. After about 10 days, subtle changes started to become Significant, and I've been able to stop taking all prescription pain medications, all pain medications entirely, and stop the terrible side effects of those awful drugs. Many on my team here at The Blaze are faithful takers of the 100% drug free relief factor, and we have had great success in taking our lives back. Try it. Get a three week quick start package for only nineteen ninety-five. Take it as directed. That's less than a dollar per day. And if it works on you like it has with me, you're going to get your life back. ReliefFactor.com
0: It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. We're just talking with Monica Sparks and her twin sister, Jessica Ann Tyson. They're twins, identical, but they're on opposite ends of the spectrum politically. And talking about how you can get together and get along for the holidays with family. And you said it starts with the host.
3: You have to know the players of the game, the people that you are actually inviting. And you have to make allowances within the event and Jessica is excellent at planning events, so she could probably speak to that a little better. Um, I'm excellent, too. But, uh, Not as excellent as I. Okay, just a little competitive. <laughs> but uh, she could probably speak to that uh, as far as, uh, I think we put together a post and we were talking right. about that before. Well, you know, if you are the host or hostess of the event, one thing that you should do is, uh, like Monica said, who are the players? Mm-hmm. Is it Uncle Bob and he's coming and he's just got the biggest boisterous loudest voice, then we need to kind of talk to Uncle Bob before he gets there mm. and let Uncle Bob know that listen, you know, we're trying to do something different. We're trying to make sure that all opinions are heard. Or don't even go down that path. So Uncle Bob, can you not make mention that XYZ, whatever Don't wear your NRA uh lifetime membership jacket, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And then put and then put pictures up. Let everyone know when they when they come in the, the tone of the house
4: yeah.
3: or the room. Put pictures up. Things that remind them of home, things yeah. that remind them family. of back in the day yeah. where things were, were, were gravy, if you will.
4: Yeah.
3: Remind people of that. Remind people of um, uh, stories, you know, if you're into scripture, Bible stories, things of that nature, so that you can direct conversations. And mm. you can make it really fun, too, you know, by handing, handing everyone some information when they first come in. Let's talk about family. Uh, the rule and the ground rule is set. The guideline. Only family. We only talk about family Mm -hmm. Um, and things that matter to us. Turn off the television. Turn off the radio, but not the Glenn Beck show. Not not that. Keep us on. We want to keep Keep that on on always. But make sure that you you don't put things out there that can start those immediate conversations or spark those feelings uh, that individuals have so they won't be guided to those conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's there are some times, though, that families do want to get into political conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're Thanksgiving, uh, again, like Monica said, I was the butt of all the jokes. Uh, there came a point that, uh, because I'm a little bit stronger of an individual, I was like, okay, we're good, we're good. And my mother uh, said, I said I wasn't gonna say anything, but I have one question. Why right. did President Trump, la, 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 la? and that was an opportunity for me to actually enlighten everyone in my family because i'm a little bit more informed but it was the way that i did it in a very respectful way because i knew that everyone else in the house was against me besides my husband and my daughter but We're there is not a way you. they are but there is a way to <laughs> there's a way to do it right you know there's a way to uh, not not put it in their face right. i think you know? one thing we have to remember is are we adults Like at the end of the day, are we adults and children are looking at us and we are creating a culture and many of us just want to throw our words around Mm -hmm. without the, we want the right to throw our words around, but not the responsibility that comes after Mm -hmm. we've said and what happens Mm -hmm. after we've said these damaging things. have
0: consequences Mm -hmm. and so do our words. Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, I'm just reminded, thinking about this too, that there are going to be other families that... Are more aggressive with each other and yeah. that traditionally they're fine with having the back yes. and forth. So you know your family get into exactly. that and it.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, your family, uh, there's some families like they thrive on it. Like there are some days that I'm with some of my friends and it feels good to just let it out and let it rip and yeah. tell them all that I know. And then they tell me what they don't know. Uh, but you know, but at the end, you know, like um, if we make, all agreed with her, we'd all be wrong. Okay, <laughs> She's crazy. But let me tell you this. So, Not you know, if little. you, if you, if you have your family and they are about that kind mm-hmm. of, um, you know, um, camaraderie, that's fine. But then don't serve impeachment pie. You, you know what i'm saying uh. like think about what you're actually <laughs> doing don't spark a flame to to make it grow but mm. just spark the flame so that they feel comfortable enough to be able to be themselves yeah. and to say what they what is on their mind but like monica said and that's so good sissy responsibility you have yeah. to be responsible with your with your words are you agreeing with me the democrat are you is that no what just i uh, that just i, every I am agreeing, agreeing with that? that point that you said because it's true sissy. she's agreeing it's
0: with her true. sister and think about that <laughs> As we look at what's happening in your family and in each of our families, what if we do our best to make sure that uh, little pieces of that are planted throughout our country and Mm. as a nation, we can come together because we're all Americans.
3: Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, we all are, we all want a successful America. Mm-hmm. We all want a successful place where our citizens can thrive, where people who live here and come here can thrive, our new Americans, where they can thrive. Um, I, I heard uh, one person, Mayor Kepley, last night was talking about the refrigerator policy. Do you, have you ever heard of that before? Uh, what's,
0: what's the refrigerator? So so the cute.
3: refrigerator policy is when you go to my house, maybe the first, second, third time, I get what you ask. If you ask for a glass of water, you're not going to just go into my refrigerator. I'm going to get it for you. Mm. But after a while, that maybe that third, fourth, fifth time, hey, you go get it yourself. And that's where the sense of belonging happens. Mm-hmm. And you get it yourself and you're able to take care of yourself and you're yeah. able to uh Sounds understand like a Republican to me. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so Thank you're you ladies. You take You'd- care of yourself and and help out and add and contribute as we know many immigrants and refugees add much much to our economy you know Uh, it's interesting because we
0: hear this story and i hear you talking when you say this and i appreciate the lessons we're learning here we gotta unfortunately we're out of time so we have to wrap up jessica ann tyson and monica sparks we focus on what matters most when we focus on our connections and those bonds last because they're bigger
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Coming up, you're going to hear from a man who's not supposed to be here. Not because of his political views or... Maybe who he is, but because of what happened, about 30 years ago, he had a horrible accident on the road and was pronounced dead. And yet, he'll be on the program coming up. What happened? This miraculous moment, we lived And the story that changed his life after he came back. It's what he saw when he was gone, but more importantly, what he experienced when he came back that I'm certain you're going to want to hear next. It's Justin Barkley filling in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program back right after this.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
2: Mortgage rates are so low right now, it is truly the right time to review your financial goals and set the course for your family's future. My choice is American Financing. They're a family-owned national mortgage banker with a salary-based mortgage consultant, so they're in it for you. If it's your goal to purchase a new home, maybe you could use a little more space, or you're downsizing, they can help. If you're looking to consolidate debt into one low payment or just reduce your interest rate to pay less over the life of your loan, American Financing can save you thousands of dollars. And if you're in a variable rate loan, I urge you, get into a fixed rate. American Financing, the only lender I endorse, the people I trust. No commission, no upfront fees, and no pressure. They'll cover you coast to coast in 10 minutes. 800-906-2440. That's 800-906-2440. Or online at AmericanFinancing.net.
5: American Financing, NMLS 182334, NMLSConsumerAccess.org
0: welcome back it's justin the today and a special opportunity as i mentioned at the beginning of the show here we are merry christmas christmas eve and a special opportunity as the hustle takes a break I know folks are out maybe finishing some shopping and maybe you're finishing touches on the family get-together or the gatherings that you'll be having tonight, maybe going to church or maybe getting together tomorrow morning throughout the day. But it's a special opportunity for us to come together as a people, take a pause, and really focus on what matters most. Not the news, or in most cases, noise. Not what's happening in Washington, D.C., but maybe what's happening in your own backyard. And even more importantly, at your own dinner table. And most importantly, maybe in your own heart. Our next guest is Don Piper. He's got an incredible story. I'll let him tell it. But he's the author of 90 Minutes in Heaven. He died, and yet he's on the phone with us today. Don, welcome in, and Merry Christmas. How are you?
5: Well, Merry Christmas to you. Yes, I am alive. Um, I wasn't, but now I am. And, um, <laughs> you know, uh, the death rate here is 100%. That's kind of a difficult thing to talk about on uh, on Christmas Eve, but it means that we need to be ready all the time for what happens next. So... I am uh, excited to be here another Christmas. This will be 69 Christmases for me. And uh, I'm still here, and so are you.
0: And why don't we make the most of it while we are? Because,
5: uh, <laughs> indeed.
0: You, you've got an incredible story, Don. I'm going to let you talk about some of this, but there's a chance for us as we celebrate the birth in Bethlehem over 2,000 years ago a chance for maybe, yeah, we'll talk about death, but maybe a chance to talk about. A rebirth that can happen, yeah,
5: it's new life. Uh, mm. I have been to that uh, that church there, Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem, on a number of occasions. It is a very special place. It's a very humble place, uh, a very unlikely place for the Son of God uh, to be born. Um, but when you're there, obviously, there's a presence and a knowledge of the fact that uh, nearly two thousand years ago. Um, the Son of God, came to dwell among us. Uh, I was a pastor in 1989, still am, and uh, I was on my way to church uh, to uh, lead a Wednesday night service, and uh, I didn't make it. Uh, I was in uh, East Texas, a very rural area, because I had been at a conference at a retreat center, and about 10 minutes out of the front gate in January of 1989, uh, an 18-wheeler tractor-trailer truck, crossed the center stripe of a narrow bridge uh, and hit me head-on. I never saw it coming. Um, uh, It was a rainy, cold day, and it was just a horrific uh, collision because he hit two other cars after he uh, struck me Uh, amazingly, uh, miraculously, really. None of those people were injured, the truck driver or the other two drivers of the car, They were treated and released uh, in this area, rural area, when finally uh, first responders got there because it was uh, really remote. And uh, they discovered uh, the four paramedics who were now working on me, since there was no one else to work on, uh, that I had uh, been killed instantly. They did try everything they could uh, to try to revive me, resuscitate me, Uh, They were unsuccessful, so I was, the body, which was uh, hideous, uh, was covered up with a a, a tarp, and they were waiting for a medical examiner to come and do the appropriate paperwork to take me away. And um, so I just lay there for uh, quite a while, and behind me were lots of other ministers. One of them came up the bridge, felt God say uh, to him to pray for me, even though I had been declared dead by several professionals. And uh, they discouraged him, not from praying, but from getting even near me because of all the wreckage and the danger. Uh, He finally prevailed, uh, got in the wreckage of the car, uh, put his hand on my right shoulder under the tarp. Um, I uh, obviously didn't have any knowledge of this. I was absent from that body and present with the Lord at the time. In fact, the moment the the truck struck me. But he was praying because he was being obedient. And uh, that went on for an hour and a half uh, from 11.45 when he arrived on the scene until 1.15 in the afternoon, still waiting for the medical examiner. He began to sing hymns over the body in the car. He was singing a great old hymn uh, of the faith called What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And suddenly under the tarp, uh, as he sang that song, I began to sing the song with him. And he got out of the car very quickly man over to the yeah the emts and said the dead man is singing
4: okay EMTs. so
0: we've we got to pause here don because people are just maybe tuning in and they're hearing that thinking what okay now what happened this guy yeah. was dead yeah and you were gone for as the book says 90 minutes in heaven you were yeah. gone yeah,
5: and yeah and it may be more appropriately titled you know uh book publishers they want to they want to get a hook out there, but the, mm-hmm. it was. I was really not here for for an hour and a half uh, because in heaven there is no time. It's a timeless place. I could have been there for ninety years or ninety seconds. There, there's no. It's linear. It's propelled forward, but there's no elapse of time. So I was away from here for that length of time, and uh, and he and he and a lot of other people. Now, granted, um, the uh, they did, they attempted to contact my family that morning when they, you know, found my I, identity. Uh, they were unsuccessful because my wife is teaching school and our children were in school. It, it was a Wednesday morning. Um, and so they, um, they called my church. Uh, they did find my business card in my wallet. They called the church, told the church that I had been in a terrible accident, but not that I was a fatality because my next of kin had not been notified yet. So the church, of course, started praying after they heard I was a horrific wreck and they called other churches, they called other people. Actually, by the time that I returned, thousands and thousands of people were praying because they'd heard I'd been in an accident, but not that I had been killed, because they did not want to tell that on the phone. But the man in the car knew it, and uh, he had some medical background himself. So he was praying, and, uh, and he sang the song, and suddenly I found myself in the dark, because we were covered up with a tarp, um, singing that song without knowing who he was, or or why I was singing, or anything having to do with what had happened to me uh, in in the wreck. It took me hours to be filled in on the the collision of the eighteen wheeler, and I was transferred eventually to a level one trauma center in Houston. And uh, so, consequently, it was um, it was just a it was just an incredible experience. For everybody involved, when I got hit by the truck, my family got hit by the truck, my church got hit by the truck. Everybody mm-hmm. who knew me, and uh, I got asked about it so many times uh, because it is such an incredible story. Uh, I decided to write a book, and in, in the book, I one of the first things I say is I wrote this book in self-defense, and by that I meant, well, if I write it all down, can can we just move on? In my life, I, sure. I you know, talking about this wreck, and I was yeah. hospitalized for 13 months, and I had 34 major operations to reattach an arm and a leg and and overcome a lot of other injuries that were just uh, uh, life-threatening. And so I, I just wanted to put this behind me, but God put it in front of me, and he does mm-hmm. that sometimes. This time of year is a good reminder because it is about new beginnings. So I had a new lease on life at that point. 38-year-old man, married, three children, a pastor of a church, uh, things were going well and I felt like I was making a difference and then one day on the way to church I got
0: killed by a truck. Don Piper's on with this right now author of 90 minutes in heaven and what you just heard him describe and in a very condensed way because I'm I'm sure you know Don uh, talks about this now and usually when he he talks about this and when you read the story and matter of fact they made a they made a movie about this um it, it 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 takes a little more time to develop but boy you know we don't have as much time on the radio so we're going through it but what you just heard was that first miracle and you know what they say when you're watching infomercials but wait there's more <laughs> because there literally is that's the first miracle Don is in an accident horrific accident we're an 18-wheeler Rolls over his tiny car and the the pictures that I've seen in the wreckage is is absolutely unthinkable. When you see this, it's very gruesome to think about what he went through. His body lay lifeless inside of that car and the folks, the paramedics, the first responders there took him a while to get there. But they did respond and found when he was there that he was no longer breathing. He didn't have a pulse. He was done. Yet one man walked up upon that scene and said, I want to, I I just feel the urge. This was another pastor that I feel the urge. I want to pray for Don. And the police said, no, we don't, you don't, you don't want to do that. You don't want to go up there. Trust me. They didn't want to let him anywhere near him, but let alone inside that car, inside that wreckage to lay his hand on you and pray for you. And and Don, I want to take a break here and we'll come back and talk about because as he began praying, eventually not only do you wake up, but you start to sing yes. <laughs> the hymn that he was singing while he was praying for you. Yes, I did. And what happens next? I mean, that was the first miracle in, in a line of many, but what happens next is, uh, is just, it's absolutely, uh, unbelievable. If you're listening to this now, it did happen. This has been recorded. And of course the book is 90 minutes in heaven. We'll be back with Don Piper. Right after this, it's Justin Barkley in for Glenbeck Beck today on the Glenbeck Beck program. Merry Christmas.
2: The Rectech grill is going to change your life. And I know that is a bold, bold statement, but let me tell you how. Rectech grills have smart grill technology. So that means you're an expert griller the very first time you use it. The Rectech is a different kind of grill. It is light years ahead because great grilling is all about temperature control. Rectech grill has old school customer service. Everyone that buys a grill gets the owner's personal cell phone number. Really, honestly, you do. And access to a team of expert grillers. And the Rectech family has hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, so you're going to be joining a community of grillers that love sharing their recipes and experiencing the Rectech lifestyle. So make sure you check them out. This makes a great family Christmas present, but please don't make a really expensive mistake. People who want the best choose Rectech. Do your own homework. RecTech. Built by grillers for grillers. Rectechgrills.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-C grills.com.
0: He died, but yet he's on the phone with us today. Talking with Don Piper, author of 90 Minutes in Heaven, and we just heard about how that Horrific truck accident there on the highway in Texas, uh, guess about 30-some-odd years ago now, uh, left him dead inside that car, yet he's here with us on the phone, and Don was just talking about that moment where he he woke up. I want to talk about what folks want to hear about, because I'm sure many have questions about heaven, but we'll save that for a little bit later, Don. First, I want to talk about the next steps, because when you come back... You're not all out of the water yet. I mean, you 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 have quite a bit to go through, and and much of that starts at that moment when folks realize this man is alive. Right.
5: It it, it does. And um, it, it, the reason I was singing with him is because he was making me sing. He he kept encouraging me, and and it was he was trying to keep me conscious. He was trying to make sure that I i uh i didn't lapse again and uh i you know i the the collision was in the excess of probably a hundred miles an hour ahead on collision so uh, anyone would have lost their life in this accident i was this is before airbags and so the steering wheel had, had become horizontal and went into my chest um, my the dashboard collapsed on both of my legs my right leg was broken at the knee my left leg was severed just above the knee and I, I, four and a half inches of my left femur, we all know that's the largest bone in the human body, that part of my leg was ejected from the car and not found my left arm which I apparently had raised maybe I did see the car, the truck out of the corner by, I don't remember that but it took my arm, uh, it separated the shoulder and it just went over me into the back seat and from the middle of the left forearm uh, it was just twisted and broken and missing. And so I missed all the bones, the muscles were gone, the skin was gone. Anyone would have bled out in this accident in a matter of minutes, maybe five minutes or less, If had their heart been beating, but mine was not. So I did not. I did have blood coming out of my eyes and ears and nose, and very obvious brain damage. And so it was uh, just, uh, it couldn't been, it could hardly have been more horrific than it was. Um, and I was dead, but, uh, people prayed and, and God said, yes, he doesn't always say yes when we pray for those kinds of things. In my case, he did, but I did come back to, uh, an incredible amount of, uh, operations, uh, even some experimental surgeries and devices were placed on me to try to save my arm and leg that uh, had never been used before in this country. And so I went through a lot of, um, well, 13 months in a hospital bed, and many operations, and infections, and isolation ward situations, and it was just a roller coaster ride for almost three years before I walked into my own church on my own, unassisted, and uh, began to resume uh, ministry, which. I was told it would never happen, so I do believe in miracles. I don't feel very miraculous, but it is a miracle that I am alive uh, today, uh, on every level that that one can possibly imagine, and that I have had any functionality at all. So, I believe in miracles. I, I you know, I I believe that God is still in the miracle business, and really, Christmas is all about miracles. It. it a, a baby uh, born in a uh, an area that has had not distinguished whatsoever, uh, but that was predicted to happen. Uh, the Bible says so. All those things happen, and so this is the time of year when we remember uh, a a miracle occur, uh, occurred and and some other incredibly brilliant people had heard about it, and they were looking for him. Also, uh, we call them kings, and so many things happen uh, that makes this story uh, unparalleled in the human history, and so that's why this is such a, an amazing time of year. If we focus on the Christ at Christmas, it certainly is, and I, I'm reminded, I, I'm here for another um, another Christmas, I made another one.
0: It is something, and it, each day is a gift, and we look at that and think about the things if we really refocus on what matters. Now, I think this is a great time of year to do that and today because we have a pause in our our day-to-day we get a chance to see some of those things that done. I am I'm, I'm here this I don't want to just completely uh, just just brush right over this uh because some folks may think, "Well, this is great. This is, you know, sure that I maybe that did happen for you." Um, but I haven't seen any miracles in my people are listening right now that are really hurting. And I I want to make sure that we address because you went through a long period of rehabilitation, where you maybe even asked the question of why God, why?
5: Oh, sure, yeah. I I want to talk about the hospital bed, asking that question every day. Uh, Don, we we uh, we we got to take
0: a break here. Hang on, I got to take a break. Unfortunately, we'll come back and answer that question. And also, folks want to know. Wait a minute, you went to heaven. What was that like? I don't want to miss that because. Boy, that's a big piece of the story as well. Don Piper, author of 90 Minutes in Heaven. What was that hell like on Earth after he came back? We'll talk about that next when we're back on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK is the number you can join us. 888-727-BECK. I'm Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on a very special Christmas Eve edition of the Glenn Beck Program. Merry Christmas.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: So many of us are shopping online this holiday season because finding the perfect gift from your computer, tablet, smartphone, it's a breeze. Just a few taps and you're done. But all of that online shopping it could expose you and your personal information and leave you potentially vulnerable to identity theft. And you're going to miss certain identity threats by just monitoring your credit, like someone selling your information on the dark web or taking an online payday loan in your name. That's why there's LifeLock. They'll monitor your personal information. And if you have a problem with identity theft, they work to fix it. Now, Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but Lifelock offers something that is perfect for the holidays and beyond. Not having to worry if your identity has been stolen. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Go to lifelock.com, use the promo code back. That's promo code back at lifelock.com, promo code back at lifelock.com, and save 25% right now.
0: Welcome back. Merry Christmas. A very special program and a time to uh, well to do something a little different. Every you know, every now and then we need a break. From the chaos, from the insanity, the hustle and bustle, and a chance to sort of recenter and focus on what matters most. This time of year. Our guest Don Piper, author of Ninety Minutes in Heaven, just talking about the story, he died. 30 years ago or so in Texas on a highway. But yet he's on with us today and talking about how that happened, how his life was saved, what happened, uh, the miracle that took place in the wreckage. Boy, what a metaphor for each of our lives. As I say that, I'm, I'm struck by the fact that miracles can happen in our wreckage, in our mess, no matter where we are, no matter how bad off we think we are. Um, things can happen and they do every day, Don.
5: They do. Um, with you, if you can get uh, killed in a car wreck on the way to church. You, you'd better be ready, uh, all the time. Uh, accidents do happen. I, I never thought for a minute that this was some kind of, I mean, I know this man didn't get in a truck that morning and say, I'm going to go out and kill somebody. So it, you know, it just happens and it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with it. Um. I lay there in the hospital bed uh, for all those months, and I, I really became profoundly depressed. You say, "Oh well, you're you're a Christian pastor. Would, you know they don't become depressed." Well, they certainly do. Uh, maybe talking to some right now. It. it I didn't. I, I was given very little hope. I mean, they didn't think they would be able to save my leg. They didn't think that I, they would be able to save my arm. I was going to be. Um, um uh, really maimed for the rest of my life, as it turns out, they were able to do it through some very experimental procedures. but I really de- descended into to depression. I wanted to talk to somebody who understood what I was going through, and the devices they installed on me, external fixators, had never been uh, put on uh, somebody on a femur before. So I was in a unique situation where there was literally no one I could talk to about this because no one had experienced this. And uh, that really, that really set me back a great deal. And so one morning, while I was really talking to God, there was nobody in the hospital room but, but, but me and him. And I said to him, "Why can't you send someone here who understands how I feel? If I could just talk to somebody that could give me some hope about the future, whatever it is, I can handle it." But. I'm living in such a period of uncertainty, and I think Christmas time is a time when we reflect on that. Maybe we've lost a loved one this year. Maybe we are not in a financial situation where we could really provide for our family the way we want. A lot of things may be going on, bankruptcy, uh, divorce, uh, all sorts of things. And so I found myself in a, not a hopeless situation, but a helpless situation. And God spoke to me that morning uh, and said, it's not about you. It's about what I can do through you now that I could not do before the truck hit you. You need to turn your test into a testimony and your mess into a message and reach out to other people. Instead of, you know, pleading with me, God speaking, uh, about how I can help you, you need to help other people because now you're equipped in a better fashion than you ever were before the truck hit you. You need to take the same hand you're shaking at me and reach out to other people and help them up. And that changed my life. I, I'm not a particularly outwardly emotionally person, but I began to weep at that point and, and continued to do it till the sun came up the next morning. And that was the first day of the rest of my life. And so uh, what I've been trying to do uh, ever since is trying to get people into heaven, but also help them have a better trip on the way. And we can all do that. We could take our, our sum total of experiences, instead of having a pity party, which I was having, and reach out to other people and help them through, and then we'll understand why we went through that. Uh, it was in preparation for ministering to other people. So that is what I gathered out of a lot of things that happened to me, including get hit by head, uh, head on by AT Wheeler, was to realize that we're really here to help everyone else get there. And, uh, that's what I do every day of my life. That's what I'm doing right now.
0: It sounds like you found your, you really found and discovered your calling and, and your purpose.
5: I did. I had to now, get by a truck to figure that out, but I mean, I, I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and listen, God forbid that any of us have to get hit by a truck oh, to sure. figure that out. Yeah. But, yeah. but thankfully you did. So you could tell us about it.
5: And, no, I wouldn't wish it on anybody really, uh, but it, as I said earlier, it's not what happens to you, it's what you do with it. And and so a lot of people have had a lot of things happen to us as we come to the end of another year. And it's and it's about the future. It's about what we can do now to be a blessing to other people. And if we, if we focus on that and we determine to do that, God will help us do that, and then we'll know why we went through the things that we went through in 2019.
0: Hmm. And hope for a better 2020 and Indeed. beyond. And that's sure. something that I think that's missing a lot from maybe our our conversation these days. You watch the news, you turn on the TV and everything seems like the sky is falling but there is hope.
5: You you're right uh, Justin. It it can seem like an awfully dark night and I went through a long a series of dark nights uh, even during the day and and so I do understand uh, what it's like to be, uh, you know, hit the bottom. There's one good thing that can happen when you hit the bottom. You can push off. Hmm. And, and I did hit the bottom. And, and, and you know, I, if I needed to, I know now uh, why I'm here every day. And um, it's, it, is, it is to help people uh, get to heaven. And, and, and on a day-to-day basis, help them have a better life now. Uh, that really is what Christmas is about. And uh, as we turn the page on another year and they are relentless, uh, maybe this is the year where we can we can we can leave a lot of that stuff behind the things that just bind us and uh, and capture us and and beat us down. I, 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 I believe in that. I, I think it's crucial. And uh, hopefully for a lot of people who are listening, this will be a turning point.
0: I want to talk about what it was like in heaven for you, but first, Don, I hear you saying that one of the keys that you learned to having a better life now is shifting your focus from you, your mess and your wreckage and shifting it towards others in a way to, to, to serve and maybe help other people. Is that, is that what I'm hearing?
5: It absolutely is. Um, we can we can concentrate and focus on the wrecks in our life, and let's face it, uh, there are going to be some. if there haven't been any. There will be. And I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I want to be realistic. But it's not it's not that. It, we can we can be devastated, and we will be, and we can be hurt, and we will be, and we can have a lot of things happen. But if we stay there, if we live in that kind of condition. Then that is no life. That is not a life. Uh, we, but when we start looking beyond ourselves, and when we start looking at other people who have similar situations, uh, and hold their hand and say, "I understand how you feel," they found somebody who gets it, and that's all I ever wanted. I just wanted to find somebody who get who who who, who understood what I was going through. We all go through terrible things, but it's it's that's not the point. The point is getting through the terrible thing and then looking around for opportunities where you can help someone else do the same thing and uh, and then you'll kind of understand okay now i know why i went through that it was pr- to prepare me to help these people get through to the other side and when you do that it'll put a whole new it'll it'll be a whole new chapter in your life it'll be a discovery that will give you hope and hope is really all we we have in life is is hope Hope that tomorrow will be a good day. That hope that we'll get the job that we're trying to get. Hope that we'll pay the bills. You know, hope that we have a, a healthy existence. Uh, there's no guarantees. I mean, the one guarantee in life is that this ends, and you need to be ready for what happens next. But we can have a meaningful life on the way, even though it always won't be perfect. Uh, it, it is if we have a goal and we're trying to look beyond ourselves and reach out to other people, then we really can make a difference when it's all over.
0: Don Piper's on with us right now, author of 90 Minutes in Heaven, and that book, you can read more about the story in depth. They actually did a movie about it as well. But what was it like in heaven? We talk about making this trip there a, a better place and how you can make this life a, a better trip on the way back. Let me talk about that. And what he experienced maybe in heaven, Don, when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. We're back in just a few minutes here with Don Piper, author of 90 Minutes in Heaven. He died 30 years ago, but yet he's on the phone with us today. He'll share the rest of his story right after this. It's the Glenn Beck Program.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: You know, there's a saying in business, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And now, the rapid pace of business, it's hard to keep up with those numbers. Can you afford to expand? Can you make that new hire? Can you launch a new ad campaign? How's revenue pacing uh, compared to last year? Now, most companies don't have a clear picture of their finances, so they make business decisions without that critical information based on their gut or, worse, their fear. And that's why many businesses fail. Serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle. This is the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite offers a full picture of all of your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. So you don't have to guess anymore. And that's why NetSuite customers grow three times faster than the S&P 500. And you can too. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash back. Set up your free demo and get your free guide today. NetSuite.com slash back.
0: Hey, Merry Christmas, it's Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenbeck Program and a a special day, a special Christmas Eve edition of the Glenn Beck Program, and we're talking with Don Piper, author of 90 Minutes in Heaven, DonPiperMinistries.com. Well, we've talked about how he died on that road in Texas all those years ago and how he came back, what that road was like before him, after he came back, and the and all the pain and the wreckage he went through, but the most important part is that God brought him back. And now, Adon, you know, people really want to know what it was like in heaven, so I don't want to waste any more time. We've only got a few minutes to describe this. Can you give us five minutes in heaven?
5: Five minutes in heaven. See, there's another book uh, for someone (laughs) out there. Well, I came back so I could be on the uh, Glenn Beck show today with you. <laughs> I, I, um, I immediately the moment the truck struck me was standing uh, at the gates of heaven. The Bible tells us in Revelation uh, that there are twelve gates in heaven, and uh, we will be at one of them. And. Um, I was there. Uh, I didn't go down a long tunnel to win the bright light at the end of the tunnel. I I do think that's an authentic experience, but I think when you're in a 100-mile-an-hour collision, you're just there. And I was surrounded by people I had known and loved in life and had preceded me in death. Um, I I was somewhat shocked by that. Not that they were there, but they knew I was coming. I I believe everyone in heaven knows who's coming. the Bible says that when we, when we trust the Lord, when we give our hearts to him, uh, our names are re- immediately written in a book up there, like a registration book, that they call the Lamb's Book of Life. And so the people in heaven are expecting us, and they were. And I was greeted by the people who actually helped me get there. There were people who took me to church when I was a kid, before I was a believer. They gave me a Bible when I didn't have one. They certainly lived a Christian life in front of me, so I knew what one was even though I wasn't one yet. And, and so their influence on me, their witness to me, caused me to be in a position where I knew one day that's what I needed to do, and I made that decision to go at, this, at the age of 16. I just wasn't planning to die at 38 on a lonely highway in East Texas. Who, is, who, who knows when that day is? We, we, we don't. Jesus had the Last Supper, we don't, we're going to have one one day, too. We just won't know what it is. So I wasn't planning to die that day, nor were any of the people who greeted me, but they were prepared when the time came, no matter whether they were 80 or 18. And some of them had been those ages when they were uh, tra- tragically killed or died of an illness or old age. So above them was this magnificent gate. It looks like the inside of an oyster. It is made of pearl. Truly, it is a gate made of pearl. Um, I could see inside the gate, there seems to be a, a boulevard uh, leading to the center of the city, and it is a city uh, with uh, high walls and a thick, uh, thick walls, as a matter of fact. And uh, I could see through this, uh, down this golden boulevard to a pinnacle high and lifted up. Uh, there are thrones at the top of that pinnacle. The brightest light I have ever seen is emanating uh, from that throne. I uh, I went through angels. They're everywhere. Uh, I could not only hear their voices, I could hear their wings actually flapping above me. I believe they're the ones who bear us up to heaven. I uh, heard music unlike any music I've ever heard here, uh, and and there was a lot of it. Thousands of songs at the same time without chaos, because they were symbiotic. They all fit together. Um, I experience colors I've never seen before. Heaven is a sensory explosion. It is simply the most real thing that's ever happened to me. And um, I, I wasn't thinking about Earth. Uh, I didn't miss people down here. I expected them. Uh, and so you don't miss them. And since no time is passing, uh, they'll immediately arrive uh, for us. Uh, because uh, decades may pass here, but there are no decades in heaven, so people in heaven don't miss you. They expect you. It was a a glorious experience. Uh, They greeted me. We exchanged uh, love for each other, sometimes verbally and sometimes without even speaking. Uh, We did move forward because I obviously wanted to go inside. That's what I was there for. And I did go inside. I, I approached the, the gate, which is not, the, the, the portal is not very big. It's really just big enough for one person, and that is how we get into heaven one at a time. And so I'm going in, the wall is very thick, and emerging on the inside, and, and thinking I want to move as, down this boulevard as fast as possible. I want to approach that hill and fall at the feet of the great God of all creation and, and try to verbalize, if I could, thank you for letting me come. But I I I, got a chance.
0: I know that there's far more to this story. And if folks want to read the book, they should get it. It is a fantastic book, 90 Minutes in Heaven. They made a movie out of it, too. DonPiperMinistries.com. I just want to thank you for being here with us today, Don. Honored. And sharing some hope with us.
5: Thank you. My very best to uh, Glenn. And uh, I'm delighted to be here. Merry Christmas to everyone. And certainly a wonderful new year.
0: Merry Christmas, Don. We're back next with more of this very special Merry Christmas, Christmas Eve edition of the Glenn Beck Program. I'm Justin Barkley. And for You're Glenn.
1: listening to Glenn Beck. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: It is Justin Barclay in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. Very special Christmas Eve edition. And we've talked all morning about the opportunity we have to pause, to take a breath in this moment, to clear the hustle and the bustle and focus on what really matters instead of the news. That's often noise coming through our speakers, watching on TV and of course out of Washington DC enough hot air uh, to uh, really to Pause and take a moment on what matters most or reflect. So I want to give you an opportunity to weigh in, too, because I think that's an advantage we have. We talked about all the great things that are happening, the economy and all of the ma- major things the resurgences We've seen the jobs reports, the amazing things that are happening. We were told would never come back. All these things we were told uh, life is just going to be different. But we have an amazing way of life these days. And if we focus on the good, I think we'll find out more of it. I'd like to do some of that. I want to share some good news. And if you've got some, we'll give you a chance to do that right after this.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
2: The Rectech Grill is going to change your life. And I know that is a bold, bold statement, but let me tell you how. Rectech Grills have smart grill technology. So that means you're an expert griller the very first time you use it. The Rectech is a different kind of grill. It is light years ahead because great grilling is all about temperature control. Rectech Grill has old school customer service. Everyone that buys a grill gets the owner's personal cell phone number. Really, honestly, you do. And access to a team of expert grillers. And the Rectech family has hundreds of thousands of followers on social media, so you're going to be joining a community of grillers that love sharing their recipes and experiencing the Rectech lifestyle. So make sure you check them out. This makes a great family Christmas present, but please don't make a really expensive mistake. People who want the best choose Rectech. Do your own homework. RecTech built by grillers for grillers rectechgrills.com that's r e c t e c grills.com
0: yeah, it's Justin Justin Barkley back on the uh, Glenbeck program merry christmas and like i said i want to focus on some of the good things cuz when you when you look for it you'll find it there's something interesting that happens in our brains matter of fact this is kind of a biblical thing they talk about seek and you shall find in the Bible but scientists have found something to confirm this there is something inside of our brain card the RAS the reticular activating system it's kind of like the new car effect so what happens is you go shopping for a new car and you find that beautiful machine that, that you want if you've ever had a chance to do this you, you look at it you, you look at all maybe a bunch of different models, but you find the one that you, you land on, right? And and you're in love. And you sign the paperwork, and you're ready to drive off that lot. And the minute you do, something interesting happens. Let's say you got a bright red Volkswagen Beetle. You drive that bug out, and then you're driving down the road. And, you know, you are feeling pretty special, but you start to notice, well, there's another one. And there's another one. And there's another one. And I you see them everywhere I look. That's a reticular activating system. It's a pattern recognition uh, system that happens inside of our brains. So what you look for, you'll find more of. That's why I choose to focus on the good. In matter of fact, I'm going to give you a chance to help us all do that today and focus on. On the good. I think we are stronger together here. We can do great things. With the help of each other. And I would love to see. What's good. And what's happening. In your life. Or in your neck of the woods. You got something magical. Something miraculous. So just something special that you want to share with us. Here's the number. 888 727 That's 1- 888-727-BECK. I'm going to go to the phone lines. I'm going to give you a chance to, to share. But first, I want to welcome in a couple of guests who are doing some great things. A chance to shine a spotlight on some amazing things that are happening because there is no shortage. Sure, we hear a lot about the craziness, but there's no shortage of good things that are happening right here on a daily basis. Probably right underneath your nose. If you only look for them, you'll find them. Taya Kyle, the wife of Chris Kyle, you probably remember and saw that film, American Sniper. Chris Kyle Foundation is the foundation. Taya joins us along with Adam Davis from the Chris Kyle Foundation today. Welcome to the program. We appreciate you guys being here with us, and Merry Christmas.
6: Merry Christmas. Thank you, Justin.
0: Oh, Taya just dropped off. We're going to try and get her back on. Our L's are working behind the scenes. Uh, but wonderful, Adam, we want to give you, <laughs> we get... it's a Christmas miracle, we'll get her back on. Uh, I want to give you a chance to talk about what is happening, of course, maybe some of the things uh, that you all are working on right now and some of the great things that you do with the Chris F- Kyle Foundation um, and where it where it got its start. Tell us a little bit about who Chris was. Uh-oh.
7: Hey, I just jumped back on.
0: Hey Taya, how are you? You know we got you back, and uh, and then we lost Adam, so they're gonna get they're mm-hmm. gonna get Adam back. But I think you're probably think best to tell it. us.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, good <laughs> to you to see how well you can jump around this morning and wake you up a little bit. Yeah, I um, and Chris was obviously it's such a great guy and had a, a tremendous sense of humor. He was a loving father, he's great husband, and I think part of what people are finding they really relate to is that he really had this desire to be just himself and not the picture of what maybe everybody would want him to be. And he didn't get affected by notoriety. I think that's the coolest thing about him is that he was just himself. You saw him on TV the same way you see him at the house. I mean, maybe um, you know. I don't think people got to see as much of his humor except for maybe a The Conan O'Brien interview, I think, is on YouTube, and that one, I think people got to see him laugh a little bit more, but he was always laughing and had that sparkle in his eye, and I think that's a a part of him that I wish more people got to see.
0: What is the Chris Kyle Foundation?
7: Yeah, so it's the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, and and the reason there's the the word frog in there is that Navy SEALs are also known as frogmen, land and Mm -hmm. water, and so that fallen seal is represented by a skeleton of a frog and that was near and dear to chris's heart so it, it's a horrible business or marketing thing to do to have named it the chris cow frog foundation because nobody knows what that is really but but it was a sentimental thing and we started after he was killed because chris and i had discussed and we're working toward trying to start something to help more families originally we wanted to help a couple of families and then As we started down that process, we just realized that the mission was much better if we could serve more families with proceeds from the book and anything else that we got in that way. So uh, we have this foundation now that is to honor and serve the marriages of those who serve. And we realized that there's this missing puzzle piece. People want to have, understandably, they want PTS to be treated properly. I do, too. We're not going to find that in the VA typically. And we want to decrease alcohol and drug addiction we certainly want to decrease suicide and what studies are showing is that 80 percent of the suicides are relationship related in this community I feel like that's a really important thing for people to realize because they see more evil in the world than others the world is not a safe beautiful place a lot of times when you're fighting evil consistently and so they need a safe place at home perhaps even more than other people do And when that's in peril, and it often is because it's a difficult lifestyle and there are no previously there have been no tools for them to deal with these marriages differently than you would a civilian marriage. But we've at the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation, we've been able to work with Baylor University and develop a curriculum for these couples as well as for civilian counselors who can now come get continuing education credits through Baylor University and learn about the service marriage because it's just different. I'm I'm just super excited about it. I feel honored and blessed to be able to lead the charge. And we've got some conversations that are going to happen nationally to highlight this as the, the missing puzzle piece. Right. You can you can help all of these issues if you can get the couple at home on the same team to be healthy and whole. Right now, they're both just depleted and isolated even within the marriage. And that's not you know, that's not going to work for healing.
0: You know, uh, we're talking with Taya Kyle right now, wife of uh, Chris Kyle, Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. And we'll tell you a little bit more how to help here in just a moment. But Taya, refresh our memory and and let me know exactly um, how how did Chris uh, lose his life? What happened?
7: Yeah, so, you know, he was always helping people. And I think that's another part of him that he just it was part of him. He did it quietly. He did it on the side. He didn't do it for any fanfare. And so whether it was a storm and he just went out and started helping neighbors, truly driving around, looking for people to help, knowing people were in need. That was just a part of his personality and his heart. So when he was dropping our kids off at elementary school, there was a mom who came out and tearfully said that her son needed some help and had PTS. So of course, Chris went out of his way to go talk to her in a manner that would be comfortable for her and find out more. He, you know, had no idea that this guy who eventually murdered Chris and his friend, Chad, had the issues that he had. The mom, to my understanding, didn't express any of those things, which would have been really important information, life-saving information for Chris. She communicated that her son had PTSD. Psychiatrists in the murder trial testified that he did not have any traumatic event in his life. He didn't have PTSD. He never saw combat. It was Even outside of the military, according to them, he didn't have trauma. So it appeared to me, in my opinion, this guy was using it to get out of trouble and to get things handed to him. And so Chris unknowingly went and did what he'd done with hundreds of other veterans. He took him out to a peaceful place and he said, hey, do you like to shoot? The, The guy seemed really excited about it. And so he went through great effort, left his family. Chris left our family on a Saturday morning, took his friend Chad Littlefield, they went and drove an hour. It was supposed to give the guy time to talk and just be at peace and kind of unwind. And then they would go shoot. They brought some different guns, like Old West replicas and just some things that would kind of be guys outdoors, able to focus on some things instead of sitting across a table, you know, with eyes piercing into each other. So this works really well for people all the time. And this guy just made a choice for evil, in my opinion. I mean, that's, that's, I don't know any other way to describe it. He waited for a brief window of time. And he, if not simultaneously, then back to back killed Chad and Chris, multiple gunshots, you know, up and down their, their bodies. And he had to wait until a perfect, I mean, there was like one second, two second window that he would have had to do this. And, and he did it. You know, he said later he sold his soul for a truck. I mean, you know, he took Chris's truck and, and took off. So, and then was making a run for it. I mean, you know, you can't even say really, insanity, because insanity means you don't know right from wrong. And he clearly did at this point when he made these choices and then left. So anyway, long story short, or I guess, yeah, he, he died doing what he lived doing, which was helping people.
0: We lost uh, a hero. We lost a, a brave man and, and one of the best of us that day. But what, what's fascinating to me is that he lives on and his spirit lives on. And what you've chosen to do, uh, pick up the pieces and move forward. And and Tay, I want to share more about that because that's the important part here. Taya Kyle joins us, the Chris Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. A quick break, and we're back right after this in 90 seconds. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program.
2: It's time to get back into gold because there's a reset coming. And maybe you should do your own homework and consider gold or silver. One eight six six gold line is the number I would call. You might want to spit yourself out of the system. And the way to do that is to have something in hard gold or silver. Now, you might think you're not able to afford gold. That's not true. I asked them specifically. And I think they're the only ones that do this specifically to do an accumulation special. Now, this is not you getting in debt. This is you doing. Uh, it's like a layaway a hundred dollars a month and you send a hundred dollars a month and they just keep building your gold portfolio. Nobody else does that Accumulation special get started for as low as a hundred dollars a month. Please find out if gold or silver is right for you. Please batten down the hatches 1866 goldline 1866 goldline get started for as little as a hundred dollars a month 1866 goldline or goldline.com.
0: Got to give you a chance to join in and give us some good news today. Share some of those bright things, because I believe there are plenty of them to go around in our world today. 888-727-BECK. That's eight 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 seven two beck It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program. And uh, on the phone with us, Taya Kyle, Chris Kyle's wife, the uh, Chris Kyle Frog Foundation is the name of the foundation. Just talking a little bit about who Chris was and, and his legacy living on today going to share a little bit more about how that's happening and some of the positive things that are are happening as she's chosen to move forward this way. Adam Davis joins, too, a good friend and author behind the badge in Bulletproof Marriage. And I know Adam working closely with the foundation now and, and Taya to do some great things. Welcome back on, guys. We appreciate you being here.
6: Thank you for having me, Justin.
0: So let's, let's pick up now where folks are, uh, we're seeing some major, I mean, I, you just go to the website and you can read more about what's happening, but some major things are happening to some people, uh, lives being restored, families being brought together and saved in a lot of ways because of the work you guys are doing.
7: Yeah, it's been really an honor, and I'd love to let Adam talk a little bit more about his experiences, but it was cool when I felt like it was this divine intervention where Adam and I met and had this shared mission. I know, you know, Justin, we talked a little bit about the fact that marriage is this missing puzzle piece that most people don't see the importance of, but they're starting to. We're starting that national conversation that it's the the missing puzzle piece to so many issues that our veterans and their families are facing. So when I met up with Adam and saw that he was already on that same page, he had written Bulletproof Marriage, which is this, this incredible devotional, makes it simple, ask questions of these couples. I could see that he was on the same page of diving into how do we make this simple for service couples when marriage is a complex issue but you know how do we do that and help them save themselves and their families so adam you know tell them a little bit more i guess about how you got down that journey and what brought you there
6: you know it it really was born out of a place of of need as a former law enforcement officer um, i would go and search for resources and Wanted to provide something that was really relevant and applicable and easy to implement, um, and that's what Bulletproof Marriage is. I, I co-authored it with Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman, and um, he introduced me to uh, my friend Marcus Luttrell. And Marcus introduced me to Taya, and we had a few conversations. And she narrated the audio version of Bulletproof Marriage so graciously, and it, it comes packed with about three hours of bonus discussions. Uh, so you, you basically have an audio book and podcast all in one, which is very unique. Uh, but it was really born out of a place of, of need. Uh, that's that's where it came from. Um, I know that I was in a very dark place, and had it not been for a strong marriage, uh, I don't know where I'd be today. And um, it's not always easy, but uh, it's something that if you put the work in and if you put together some, some very practical tips and, and some daily work, um it can you can really make it work and it will not just survive you can thrive and you can have the best life a uh, a better life you ever dreamed of if you're willing to do the work and so uh, a huge honor to be able to work alongside the the team at the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation with Tay and and to be able to sort of multiply the efforts and well, I mean we are truly better together
0: you know we I was just thinking the same thing and we uh, we're stronger with each other we need each other and we step yeah. up and and take care of each other especially these folks have gone on and served uh, they deserve our service when they come back uh no matter whether that be here at home or uh overseas we we've got to step up and do the right thing i know that y- you are making these things happen tay and adam by folks stepping up and doing some things together to help chris kyle frog foundation dot com or is it dot org which one is it dot
6: yes, .org. Yeah. org yeah
0: so if you want to go uh, you can help out. Tell us a little bit of how we can help out and what we can do to make maybe take a stand and say, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that we take care of these folks who've served us."
7: Yeah, we have a couple of different ways. If they go to the website, as you said, it's ChrisCalFrogFoundation dot org. One of the unique things that we did is we created a Warriors Club, and that's something that people can sign up for monthly. They get different perks with different levels of sponsorship, but it can be as low as a dollar ninety nine a month. And it goes up from there. But I, I feel like that's the one easy way to just monthly donate a little bit. And we're, we've we really done some hard work to try to figure out how we can get the best bang for our buck. And when we help these married couples, we stay with them for two years. And so these families are staying together with longevity from us, a commitment that we're not going to just one and done leave them. And I think that makes a, a big difference and certainly is one of the ways that we're very, very unique. So Funding tends to be our biggest issue since it is a long-term project. I think that's, that's one way. And then aside from what we're doing with the foundation and there are other ways, you know, buying our merchandise and all that stuff helps. But I think the other part of this is to spread the awareness that Mm. marriage is the issue. I know a lot of people in the civilian world think that, you know, marriage is just marriage. Some work, some don't. Yes. We see the impact on the family, but it's so different for these service couples. They, Mm either get stationed to another state and don't see their kids anymore, or they don't have treatment for issues related to stress, and they are more, I think, you know, prone to some different addiction things because they're trying to escape the evils of the world that they see, and they're evils we can't really imagine, the things that they see with domestic violence, child abuse, overseas and at home. The terrorist, murder. I mean, you know, the worst of the worst is what they face and they need our support. They don't know if they should bring it home to their spouse and connect or if they should not bring it home. I mean, the the issues facing them are much different and so they need our help. So awareness is a big deal to be a friend to their marriage. If you know somebody that is in the service community, you know, find a way to be a good ear and to encourage them to keep their marriage and find find them either help that um is, is around for them either. I mean, there just aren't that many options, though. There are sacred spaces well, which.
0: Taya and Adam, nervous. there, there yeah. is an option that folks now are, are being able to plug into, and that's the Chris Kyle mm-hmm. Frog Foundation. Chris Kyle Frog Foundation.org is where you can go to help out. We're back with more good news you can share right after this on the Glenn Beck program. You're listening to Glenn Beck.
2: If you're looking to fully protect your home with award-winning 24-7 home security, now is the time to do it. Time is running out on SimpliSafe's biggest sale of the year. SimpliSafe has everything that you need to protect your home and your family. There's smart lock, video doorbell pro, it defends your front door. But it's an army of sensors and cameras that guard every window, door, and room in your home. And if there is ever a break-in, SimpliSafe is the only one that's able to give real-time video confirmation to police as it happens, so they respond free- Three and a half times faster on average. It's no surprise that Simply Safe has won CNET and PC Magazine's Editor Choice Awards. With families traveling during the holiday season and leaving your home empty with the expensive gifts behind, Simply Safe's holiday sale couldn't come at a better time. 25% off plus a free HD security camera. But it ends December 31st. So go to simplysafeback.com now. Remember, this sale ends December 31st. simplysafeback.com.
0: Oh man, I just I I always say this It's wild to me uh, to be here with you today On such a special day In so many different ways And, and I will share with you why it's so special to me here It's Justin Barkley M for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, it's it's pretty wild. Let me let me tell you, it is much as I can in the most condensed way what has happened to me in my life and the dramatic change and transformation that's occurred in the last nine months. I am truly grateful to be here but in more ways than one. And as I look back, it is no doubt to me that the dots connect. In the last nine months, I've lost 82 pounds. I have reunited with my birth mother and biological father and the families of both After 40 years and throughout this entire process, a fire has been lit inside of me, reignited and restored a deeper meaning and deeper purpose, a revealing of my identity, who I am and what I'm supposed to do. And why does that matter, and why should you care? It's because it directly affects you and who you are. And I'll share more about this at some other time, and I share more, actually, on my website at justinbarclay.com. If you ever want to email me or just reach out and say hi and talk about anything, Justin at justinbarclay, b-a-r-c-l-a-y.com. That'd be a great place to do it. But I started in radio because it's all I ever wanted to do as a kid. I started in radio. 23 years ago today. My first job was on Christmas Eve at a country radio station. I had to play the Christmas country music. And boy, I was excited to do it. In high school. I I think the only reason they gave me this job is because they needed somebody then. This is before they had the computers running everything. They needed somebody then just to keep the radio station on the air. Yeah, <laughs> we'll trust this kid to do it. He can't screw up much. And I did. I was thrilled to do it. One of the greatest gifts. And today ranks up there. Right there with them. But I've had so many great gifts throughout my life. I've really been blessed. It would take me a full hour to go through everything that's happened in my life. I'll tell you that I was adopted, and the story is very simple. The family that adopted me tried and tried to have kids, my mother and father, through multiple miscarriages. They just couldn't have a child of their own. And so they decided they would adopt. And they would give another child a home. They got the word that they were going to get me, and this is amazing. The the miraculous fact that the dots connect is not lost on me because I look back and see that God had a plan. This is fascinating that I, and I just learned this maybe a couple of months ago, I came home to live with them. Yep, they picked me up a day after my mom's birthday. She'd been through a lot watching other friends and family and folks have children. I can't imagine the pressure and, of course, the thoughts that were in her head. The questions she might have had for God and possibly the anger. But there was a gift for them, a little baby boy. Now, I was given a gift because I was given a home. Can you imagine that if I told you all of these things are connected, these things that I've been telling you about because they are? Can you imagine that my brother was born a year later? Their biological son. Now, this is not uncommon. This does happen quite a bit, usually when the pressure comes off, things like that. But God has a funny way of working things out, doesn't he? He's got a plan. There were so many ways and in so many instances throughout my life that I look back now seeing that everything has led me here to where I am today, and I think everything has led each of us to where we are When we look back, we will focus and find that the dots do connect. One of the things that's important and able to see that happen is to develop and cultivate a spirit of gratitude. And so I start each day with a very simple thing. I thank God for three things. Usually I just make a little note, write down in a little journal. The three things that I'm thankful for now. And it could be anything in America. I'll tell you this much. It could could be everything. But simply the fact that we walk into the bathroom in the morning, flip on a light switch, and we have electricity and light like that. It could be that when you walk over to the shower and you turn on the water, uh, you have hot water. Oh, and it's clean. Many places in the world where they don't. So looking for those things. As I said earlier, focusing on the good makes all the difference. It's allowed me to see the dots have connected. Giving thanks for the blessings has led to more blessings. Back in March, on March 1st, there was a letter in my mailbox. It was from the Department of Health, from the state that I was born in. I knew immediately what it was, because earlier... The previous year, they had just passed a law where they could unseal the records and adoptees could go find their birth parents. Now, I wanted to know who I was, where I came from, medical uh, information, history, things like that. But I really wanted to know the story. I had bits and pieces of it, but it turned out not much of it was true. Some of it was. One thing. My birth mother had requested I be raised in a home where they would bring me to church. And as I said, he had a plan. The dots connect. So, 40 years later, when I'm ripping open this piece of paper and and tearing into the envelope and I stare at it for the first time, I see there it is my birth mother's name. I see who she is. I give it to a friend of mine who's a private investigator in Ohio. And he's able to find her and get her on the phone within an hour. I find out I have a brother. They have a very close relationship, as I can imagine they would. She wants to tell him the good news, and then she'll get in contact with me the next day. So I go to bed that night. Heartful, very happy, optimistic, and hopeful that the next day I'm going to learn some more things, some new information. But I wake up in the middle of the night because I think God just woke me up like about 3 a.m. And I do what I probably shouldn't do, what I normally would not recommend, but I reach over and I grab that phone. (laughs) I just think to myself, not having any more information, just her maiden name. I wonder if I put that into Facebook if I can find her. And sure enough, I do. She pops right up. There she is. My mama. For the first time, I'm looking at somebody and a picture of someone who looks like me. Now, I know you may take that for granted because you probably grew up like this has always been your life. But I have never been able to look at someone else and look into the eyes of someone staring back at me who looked just like me. So I scrolled through pictures. I looked at other folks, family members, brothers, cousins, aunts, uncles, you name it. And for the first time, I saw folks who looked just like me. And a thought popped in my head. At 355 pounds at this point, I'm scrolling on the Facebook, looking at my phone in the middle of the night, thinking to myself. Hmm. These other folks are average or fit or normal looking. Maybe I don't have to be heavy. See, I've been always heavy throughout my entire life, even as a kid. But the next thought, I think, is the thought that changed it, everything. It went from maybe I don't have to be heavy to maybe I'm not supposed to be. In that very moment, I didn't realize it, but that single thought set off a chain reaction, one after one, where the dots connected, leading even to this day. Losing 80 pounds, reuniting with these folks, rediscovering and reigniting a purpose of fire burning deep inside of me that wasn't quite there before. I've been through some really dark nights I'm just here to tell you today that there is a bright shining light and that hope is a real thing. Share some good news with you. And I'd hope you'd share some good news with me. Triple eight, seven, two, seven, Beck, eight, 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 seven, two, seven, B E C K. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do just that today as we put the wraps on a very special Christmas Eve edition of the Glenn Beck Program, it has been an honor. It has been a privilege. A sheer joy to share this this moment and this day with you. We're back right after this. It's Justin Barkley in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck Program. You're
1: listening to Glenn Beck.
2: You know, there's a saying in business, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. And now the rapid pace of business, it's hard to keep up with those numbers. Can you afford to expand? Can you make that new hire? Can you launch a new ad campaign? How's revenue pacing uh, compared to last year? Now, most companies don't have a clear picture of their finances, so they make business decisions without that critical information based on their gut or worse, their fear. And that's why many businesses fail. Serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle. This is the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite offers a full picture of all of your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. So you don't have to guess anymore. And that's why NetSuite customers grow three times faster than the S&P 500. And you can too. Schedule your free demo right now and receive their free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits at netsuite.com bag Set up your free demo and get your free guide today. netsuite.com bag
0: Hey, it's Justin Barkley. Get more good news, justinbarclay.com. I'd like to share that, and I'd love to share some of your good news. If you've got some, 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. Uh, let's go to James in Ohio, who's up first on the Glenn Beck program. Merry Christmas, James. How are you? Uh, Merry
4: Christmas. It's an honor to be here. I just was driving in my car, and I... Uh... I heard the story of the gentleman who'd been in heaven for nine hours, and then, I mean, for an hour and a half, and then you said it called in if you had a Christmas miracle. Well, I'm 75 years old, and 38 and a half years ago, when I pastored the Tiffin Assemblies of God Church here in Ohio, I had a heart attack that lasted 13 hours. That's a long time, 38 and a half years ago, and uh, coming into Sunday morning, uh, We had a guest speaker from Columbus come in and speak for me because I was in the midst of the heart attack and about 9 o'clock Sunday morning or so they told my wife there wasn't much they could do. I was not responding to the medication. They had a blood thinner back then called heparin and so it was all in God's hands. Well, long story short, the guy who came in uh, had the church pray for an hour and a half instead of preaching and my heart attack stopped. During that hour and a half, then then it was a long recovery. It was a year before I even got to preach again, and but the Lord brought me through it. And my doctor, ten months after the heart attack, my family doctor, good Christian Catholic man, said, "Jim, we believe there was faith in God and prayer that kept you alive." Wow. And I said to my doc, I said to my doctor Vella, John Vela, I said, "Can I quote you?" And he said, "Why?" And I said because our church, Prince thinks you just gave God credit for something you couldn't do. And so he wrote the medical. So I had to have the lady in my church who wrote for Reader's Digest, some articles and and Christian.
0: Jim, that know. that's an incredible story, buddy. I mean that that's something else, and that is a Christmas miracle. AJ in Michigan, I gotta I appreciate your call. I'm gonna run through some of these if I can. AJ, you're up next.
7: Hey Justin, how you doing?
0: You're live on the air, buddy. We only got about thirty seconds.
7: Okay, real quick. I think. Uh, well, first of all, my uh, one of my big gifts I think I received here is I'm like you. I got down
2: uh, a little bit in my weight. I'm forty, a little over forty pounds, and that, sir, is partially
7: due to you. Uh, you, you get some credit on that one. So that's kind of a Merry Christmas to you.
0: Wow, but also thank you.
7: Uh, you you've been talking about the
5: things that are you know making these things real. And I think part of it is realizing that God is real and He's in control. So whatever happens throughout our day, throughout our life, the news, we just have to realize that. We also need to be gracious and give it gratitude. I think not realizing even the little things. We anticipate these big holidays and big mm. major things in our life. We miss the little things from day
0: to day. Yeah, and uh, that's right. Well, AJ, and I appreciate your phone call. I, I, thank you, buddy. I, you know, I, that means a lot to me. I want to tell you right now, it's not lost to me. There are little things, just the fact that we can be here with each other today. And, and you're taking breaths, drawing them in and out. I have a friend right now as family, like family, brother, whose mother's in the hospital. And I really would appreciate your prayers for them in this time. I wish you all the very best this Merry Christmas justinbarclay.com. It's a pleasure. Thank you.
4: Glenn Beck program.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.